Hey guys, thanks for tuning in and listening to our weekly podcast presented by Opinions Anonymous. Buckle in because we're about to have a lot of fun. Remember, everyone has an opinion and we'd love to hear yours, but ours are just so much better. Welcome to another episode of Opinions Anonymous, the only podcast that hasn't been poisoned by the Utah Jazz, uh, but more on that later. First, I want to remind everyone that you can check out our YouTube channel if you want to see us do things like lie to each other's faces or play a virtual card game (laughs) eventually. One day, you'll be able to see that. Uh, If you're looking to interact with more people virtually, you can join our Discord server if you click the link in the description of this episode. Uh, Plugs out of the way. My name is, of course, Andy, and it's my pleasure to introduce my three co-hosts. First, he recently found out that the treasure of El Dorado isn't all that it's cracked up to be, thanks to finally coming around and playing the Uncharted series. It's Other Luke. Other Luke, how are you doing? I'm still trying to get over the fact that there are zombies. I, I, I just, I, it caught me so off guard. Spoilers for a game from 2007, but yes, there there are zombies in that game. <laughs> uh, also joining us now that he knows everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. It's Kyle. How are you, Kyle? I am doing just swell. So excited to be here. Excited to have you, buddy. And finally, he has bad luck drawing in NASCAR pools, but good luck drawing podcast co-hosts. <laughs> it's Luke. How are you, Luke? I'm just trying to figure out how I got demoted to the fourth introduction on my own podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. look, I try to mix it up every time, all right? I don't want to do the same order every single time. So that's uh, you'll have your, your moment in the sun. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I mean, now that we're all here, I think it's time to go ahead and read some emails from our listeners. What do we have up first? Well, first email, you mentioned some NASCAR. Donald writes in and says, sports, we're back this weekend. We had UFC, we had golf, and NASCAR all live. Did you watch? What did you think? And do we think that sports should be back sooner rather than later? I don't know a whole lot of Donalds, but this is the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about him. Just saying. Don't want to get political. It's pretty racist that you're that angry about Donald Glover sending in an email. <laughs> That's right. Childish Gambino, if it's you, I don't know how I feel about this. Well, uh, I didn't watch any sports, but did anybody actually watch any sports? <laughs> well, I sure did. I watched UFC last weekend, but that was just because I went to a buddy's house who got it. I didn't watch any this weekend, no. What was uh, what was UFC like? See, I didn't. I haven't really kept up to date too much with even how they're doing these. So, like, it was I, I'm assuming no crowd at all, just kind of right. in the ring, like how the WWE is. Yeah. Yeah, but here's what's crazy. So I somehow during quarantine or right before, like I'm now a UFC fan. I don't know how it happened. I think I got the game on sale on PS4, and I was like, oh, so I started understanding who the people were. Uh, The classic gateway to sports drug, video games. It happens all the time. (laughs) 
That's how we became real big rugby fans in like 2004 <laughs> too. Yeah. Yeah. Great game. But now I sort of know some of the people. So it's nice. on and I'm like, oh yeah, I, I kind of know who that is. And then they're fighting somebody else. And I'm like, I don't fucking know them. So I'm cheering for the other person. So I've somehow through all of this become a UFC fan. So I watched last Saturday yeah. Kyle, as you mentioned, I yeah. I missed the Wednesday when I forgot it was on. And then Alex texted me Thursday morning and said, dude, we forgot UFC was on last night. We probably saved 40 bucks betting bullshit. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And then so I watched it again. Actually, I, I watched very little again this weekend because I was busy. But I did throw some money out on it, just something to bet on. Uh, as far as the other ones, I actually, Alex and I, he, he came over and we watched a little bit of golf. And NASCAR, I turned on for a second, and then I realized all of my picks sucked, and NASCAR sucks. So, <laughs> just kidding. That that's just for Josh. <laughs> who were the uh, Who were the picks that you had in NASCAR? Why don't you remind us? Yeah, I had a guy named BJ. Okay. Um, Good start. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good your squad was. Huh? Uh, I, a McDowell guy. So I had heard of the McDowell guy. The other, okay. So I had Brennan Poole and Chris Buescher and then Michael McDowell. Yeah, I've never heard of any of these guys. Yeah. I, so <laughs> they were paying out last place and. I think fucking Ricky Stenhouse wrecked on the first lap. My guy got second to last because he tried. Like, he tried the whole race. Got second to last. <laughs> Ricky Stenhouse just wrecks on the first lap just to get out of there. My guy tries his hardest. 39th place. Your guy finished the entire race, and the only guy he beat was the guy that wrecked on lap one. <laughs> it was. Unbelievable. It actually is funny. Josh is probably one of our biggest fans, and I told him he's a huge NASCAR fan. I told him my lineup, and he's like, "Ugh, dude." I was like, "I didn't pick the, I didn't pick these guys. They were given to me." So, what's the? Um, I mean, I know we sort of talked about a little bit about your experience on them, but what's the the vibe like watching sports? as they are right now is it i mean is it noticeably different that there's not a crowd there that there's not any crowd noise um is like like because i would imagine that the energy level would be a little lower for you know ufc golf and nascar maybe not so much because those are those i think uh, the crowd's a little separated in nascar and like golf of course is quiet sport but ufc i feel like you would want that kind of energy going especially like walk-ins and stuff like that right you nailed it, Andy. I think that golf is perfect because they they're micing everybody up. So I I was a little confused. Like when this all started, golf could have probably continued and given a little bit of an outlet. But you know I, I get that they didn't. But yeah, they just mic up the the people playing golf. And this was only four people. So four people. They did not have caddies, so they carried their own clubs. They wore shorts, which. Like I'm, I'm good with that going forward. But yeah, yeah, you you mic up the players. You don't really need a crowd. You don't. I mean, yeah, I get it. You, there's a birdie and it's late in the round for a lead change. Maybe people are getting into it, but you don't really need it. NASCAR, NASCAR is all about the announcers. You do not need fans at all. I mean, you can't ever hear the fans. That's you hear the cars and the announcers. 
UFC is super weird. Like, <laughs> I, it's bizarre. Like, you go out there, and these people are hyped up to beat the shit out of each other, and there's just no reaction whatsoever. I mean, the announcers do all that they can, but last Saturday, one of the fighters said... Actually, Greg Hardy, former NFL player, said that he changed what he was doing because he could overhear the announcers saying that he was unprotected to leg kicks. So the announcers yeah. are so close, and there's no fans. He said that he changed. His <laughs> I remember him stance. mentioning that. Yeah, like through the through like halfway yeah. through the match, the announcer said it, and he brought that up in his post fight interview. Like, yeah, I heard him say that I wasn't yeah. you know, protecting myself, so I switched it up. That's badass. I love that. You need coaches when you have announcers, right? Us four as wrestling fans can probably appreciate it too because wrestling is just, it's tough to watch right now. I mean, with no interaction, I mean, there's no, all right, so you are you do a spot off a ladder and just nobody cheers. Like, <laughs> it's, it's really tough to watch right now. But, you know, in a way, I appreciate them giving us something to watch. It has given me one of my favorite, uh, like, wrestling YouTube videos I've seen in a while, which was just a video of... Bailey interacting with Michael Cole as the announcer, just like while she's wrestling, just like casually yelling at him. It's pretty funny if you can find it. It's really short. You know, it's like 30 seconds or a minute or something like that. But she'll just respond to something Michael Cole says in, in his commentary. It's it's pretty interesting. It's not something that you, you know, ever get when there's 20,000 people screaming in an arena. So kind of in, an interesting dynamic. Yeah, I, this might be hard for you guys to believe, but other than the Money in the Bank match, like just that match itself, I have not watched wrestling since WrestleMania. Uh, like whoa. just without the crowd, there's no interest. And I would have to assume I'm not a UFC fan, but I can see how that would be the same way. It's just it's just a different atmosphere where, like you said, golf, who, who really cares whether the crowd's there or not because they have to be quiet anyway. My passion for watching wrestling and basically any sports right now is kind of zero. Yeah. I often YouTube like yeah. biggest pops because it's so cool to hear crowd reactions. Now it's just like, eh, nothing. How would you feel about them pumping in like fake crowd noise for See, big spots? Yeah, that's a really great question. I was going to bring up the same thing, Kyle. I am 1,000... 000... I think I'd be fine with it. I'd be fine with oh, it as long as it's enhancing yeah. my experience as a viewer. Why not do it? People were complaining they did not want Fox to put like CGI people in the stands and make uh, crowd noise. I am I'm 100% for it. I yeah, I think that... Go for it. Yeah. I, people are like, we want to know what sports are like in this COVID period. They suck. They, I mean, they suck, all right? Yeah. We get it's it. Like, it's like the rest of life. It <laughs> yeah. sucks, all right? We don't need to keep experimenting about yeah, it, okay? Let's, let's pump some crowd noise let's in there. Let's do something awesome, all yeah. right, to get away from all this suckiness. Yeah, let's pump the crowd noise in there. I want somebody <laughs> to be in charge of, like, cheers and booze up in the booth. Like, I want that. <laughs> that guy's got to have a lot of stress yeah. on him, right? Like, is this a medium cheer or a loud cheer? Like, I... I want that very much. Right, you can't you can't overuse yeah. like the big crowd yeah, exactly. noise because then it's gonna be like, oh, it's like the boy who cried wolf. Exactly. Well, I don't care. If everything's yeah. supposed to be. It was exciting. a four yard run, Tom. Come on. Right, not that exciting. <laughs> Here's the thing about like CGI crowds or like cardboard cutouts in crowds just of people like because like some like Korean baseball league or something was doing something like that. I think <laughs> uh, we know that it works from 
like multiple generations of sports video games yeah. where you pan to the crowd <laughs> and you just see these little 2D cutouts of people doing the right. same two motions over and over again, but you still get the crowd noise. It was awesome. Right. Yeah. Just taking us back to Madden 99. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great game. Same thing. Well, I mean, I, I can't speak to, to these other sports, but at least WWE, they've been accused of pumping in, crowd noise when they did have crowds yeah <laughs> so why what's different now wwe and the indianapolis colts i mean nothing changes for those two <laughs> <laughs> well see here's the thing the thing about the colts doing that is it would be believable for them if you got a lot of crowd noise at paul brown stadium people would look around okay and go, all right this, all is, right. this <laughs> is fake moving on <laughs> This one's a tongue twister in itself. But Neil wrote in and said there was a story about two bullets colliding in Gallipoli in 1916, meshing the bullets together forever. The chances were one in a billion. We all know the chances of a perfect bracket are one in 9.2 quintillion, but Neil wants to know what's something that's more unlikely than that to happen. Pretty much fucking nailed that. Yeah, not bad. I, and I don't want to totally change the subject, but uh, just just bringing up a uh, digging up some ancient history. If I remember right, Gallipoli, a movie you loved, Luke. I actually did. Gallipoli was a movie that one of my college professors suggested that I watch, and I did, and it was surprisingly good. Yeah, appreciate you remembering that. Of course. I thought you were going to say it didn't happen in 1916. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I mean... I thought he was going to say something more unlikely to happen the Bengals, like winning or yeah, something, you know, to I, keep the subject on making fun of the Bengals. <laughs> well, look, we could circle. We might circle back around to that. I'm not saying... <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> the odds of that happening, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. If we're digging up ancient podcast history, how about the uh, the effectiveness of the Magic Cavs hat? In getting the yeah. Cavaliers some number one picks when they were at really low odds. That's I like true. that. Pretty unlikely. One thing that I always like when you start to get the, the odds like one in 9.2 quintillion, something that I always think about and just kind of it's not really a like, oh, this is an unlikely scenario, but it's just kind of a mind blowing thing is when you think about a a normal deck of playing cards. If you take that and shuffle it, like really shuffle it well, like completely, you know, so it's it's really shuffled and you're not going to have stuff sticking together from when they were all sorted out. Uh, if you really shuffle a deck of cards, it's exceedingly unlikely that that order of cards has ever existed in the history of cards. Because there's you think there's there's 52 unique cards when you account for suits and and the numbers and the. I don't know how the the odds actually work out, but it's something like if you had millions of people shuffling for millions of years, it would still take you forever before like it would be it would happen. You know what I mean? Uh, it's yeah. So it's like 10 to the 51st power or something like that. Total combinations that you could have. Thinking about that, that's makes my head, that makes my head hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. That's what it's like for a normal 52-card deck. Think about what an Uno deck would be like. <laughs> oh, God. It's a different game what? every time you play. <laughs> That's literally lifetimes of fun in that one deck. 
It really is. It truly is. You'll never have the same game twice, probably. I wish. I just wish <laughs> we had video sad. to prove that there's never the same game twice. I just wish it was out there somewhere. <laughs> the deck's never the same, but Al Dusty still always wins. <laughs> That's right. Make a bunch of references to our gameplay, so that way I'm forced to edit these and put put them out on YouTube before this episode drops. Uh, my comedic bit mm-hmm. at the beginning that we cut out because I'm not funny anymore definitely referenced that. <laughs> and then I was like, nobody else is going to think this is funny. <laughs> I thought you could... That, you saying that... Really, you mean you cut it out, not because it wasn't funny, but because you were afraid that I'd had a bad day and you didn't want to hurt my feelings. Yeah, along with other things I had to cut out. (laughs) That's also why I didn't jump straight in here and talk about how unlikely it would be for you to find a girlfriend or something along those lines. She knew it was going to hanging fruit, and I'm better than that. You knew it. I'm really glad. I appreciate you guys really looking out for my feelings. What other things did you guys cut out that would have fit in here well? Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. This is mainly like to hear about a how kind you guys were. Uh, that was the big one. <laughs> I just yeah, I just want to hear how kind you guys are and, and what what insults you didn't feel like you needed to use. Hey, that nice Christian girl is out there waiting for you. <laughs> I ain't waiting for her. That's the truth. <laughs> we keep digging up podcast ancient history, and I think it's well documented that I think nice girls aren't hot. <laughs> <aren't so. laughs> the best episode name we've ever had. <laughs> Nice girls aren't hot. <laughs> you know what? We'll double down on that one. We're saying it again. <laughs> so is, is that something that's more unlikely to happen than a perfect bracket? <laughs> nice girls being hot. Nice girl being hot. Potentially. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, could be. Uh, the, this episode, Nice Girls Aren't Hot, part two. <laughs> Okay, well, while we all think about that, uh, let's also move on to our next email here. Uh, Joey emails in and says, a company called Bunsters, just going to leave that out there, I guess. Uh, They made a a hot sauce called Shit the Bed Hot Sauce. Uh, Joey wants to know if we've ever heard of or had any strangely named food items. The first thing that popped into my head for this was just, uh, shout out my Purdue friends. All of basically all of Famous Frank's menu. They just all had fun names. So, oh yeah, yeah. Famous Frank's food truck at Purdue University. Yeah, they had, they had their their staple, the fat girl, or you could also get the fat boy. But they had other classics such as the ass ripper, the dirty bum. <laughs> you know, <laughs> lots of good sandwiches there. <laughs> Wait, I just thought of this. We need to invent a recipe for a a nice girl, which is just. <laughs> Like one of the other sandwiches, but cold. They yeah, just don't hot. cook not anything. Hot. Nothing spicy, only cold cuts. It's not hot at Genius. all. Genius. Million dollar idea for Famous Franks. Nice, girl. As long as there's ranch on it, I'm probably buying. Okay, well, another no, reason good. why I would be getting that. That makes Andy dislike her even more. So Andy really likes <laughs> like nice girl, especially if there's lots of ranch on it. I've got two criteria. I don't want a nice girl, and I don't want her to like ranch. Besides that, I'm pretty wide open. I always think of, I feel like beers, like craft beers, are kind of a hotbed for this. There's all kinds of, I don't drink anymore, so I 
really don't know any off the top of my head, but that's that's something where you find them a lot. Yeah, I, I just eat such basic things. Like, I, I don't experiment with crazy stuff. I don't like hot sauce, so I'm not going to ever shit the bed due to hot sauce. Uh, I remember when I was younger, there was some kind of spice that you could put on like meats or something. It was just called like special shit or something. And I thought it was hilarious. But I, other than that, I, I really can't think of any hilarious food names. So that actually, funnily enough, I didn't have anything in mind for this, but just thought about it because uh, as big of a nerd as I am, I'm rereading all of the Harry Potter books and oh. there is a type of food called spotted dick that is popular in <laughs> the UK. I have no idea what it is, but I uh, laughed my ass off when Ron said something about spotted dick when I was reading the other night. Uh, I just sent you guys a, a picture message of what spotted dick is. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, it's a pudding. <laughs> That was a joke. That was a dick pic joke. Uh, it does. It doesn't even fit on my screen. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice job. Good Thank you. you. <laughs> my Zoom game strong. <laughs> it's got a little top hat on it. Look at that and a mustache. <laughs> that was a quarantine joke too. <laughs> okay. Well. Let's move on to our last email for this week. We've got Jessica from Jersey. She wrote in and said that Chuck E. Cheese realized people didn't want to order carry out from the restaurant. So they changed their name in Grubhub to increase business. Is there a restaurant you refuse to eat at? Unrelated. That's an interesting tack by Chuck E. Cheese. I love it. Does I anyone know awesome. what they changed the name to? Pasquale's Charles Pizza. Edward Cheese. I think it was Pasquale's. It yeah. was like another character, like of the animatronics. So sh- shout out Kyle um, for this one for liking a tweet that I happened to see. <laughs> that's what I. So that's my role in this team. Like you know, some yeah. of you guys put together this nice document. For, well, I like tweets and hope exactly. that we have to see them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, so apparently Applebee's did the same thing and they renamed it to Neighborhood Wings because they weren't getting any business. Um, so that, I mean, I love it's it. out there. I think that's a great tactic, first off. Um, as far as places, I, I don't know if I have any place I refuse to eat at. I kind of try to avoid Chipotle just because I think they're pretentious and get people sick and no one ever talks about it. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They've had multiple E. coli scares. M- multiple would be generous. We don't use GMOs or science, and it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> you also don't use don't real meat. Your food. This is going to happen, <laughs> right? All right, but I, I have to be serious about this for a moment with Chipotle. It will yeah. always be my favorite because Andy. I don't know if you remember, but. In college, I went there specifically because they had a smoking hot redhead that was always working. <laughs> you know, funnily <laughs> enough, I don't remember that. Uh, but that shouldn't be a surprise because I don't remember much of my college experience. So. <laughs> Every time somebody's like, oh, let's go to Qdoba, I'm like, no, Chipotle. Like, they, there's there's just reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Overshadowing Andy's drunken 
four year stint. <laughs> uh, is this the like second episode in a row? Other Luke's mentioned like a smoking hot something or another that's just a random person. Yeah, what was the last episode? I don't remember. There was something. My wife. Yeah, of course. Smoking <laughs> hot <laughs> wife. Excellent save. Yeah. <laughs> Who totally had red hair and worked at Chipotle in college. Because <laughs> I totally knew her. Oh, fuck. Oh. So, uh, maybe need to edit this episode? <laughs> uh... I love that other Luke, you have a fear of your wife that Luke, the other married person, does not share about his own wife. <laughs> uh, no fear out of that corner. Nope. Uh, also, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Pasquale from Chuck E. Cheese because uh, I just looked him up and it's just a guy with a mustache. <laughs> yep. yeah. It's like a generic Italian looking man is what this but guy is. I mean, is. you'd rather buy a pizza from that than from a, a rat. So yeah. <laughs> it makes uh, sense. Not true. Have you seen Chuck? He looks awesome. <sighs> this guy looks like a... Oh, I don't like this guy one bit. <laughs> All right, reverse shout out for Pasquale. Uh, or Pas- it might just or- be Pasquale because it's A L L Y, which oh. doesn't seem to be a name, but that guy sucks. <laughs> All right, well, thanks again for those emails, folks. Keep them coming. We're always available. Inbox is always open. Contact at opinionsanonymous.com. And <laughs> next up, I'm sure if you have. I don't know, been on any sort of social media or are just have been yearning for sports in your life, you have been watching the Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance. Well, it just wrapped up last night. We're recording on a Monday. So thoughts from the crowd. Did you guys watch it? Did you enjoy it? Here's the part where I open myself up for Kyle to yell at me for 10 to 12 minutes. I oh, We got time to kill. That's I good. watched about... 10 minutes of the first episode and I've not watched any more. And I just watched that because it happened to be on. And here's my reasoning why I, I was never a huge Michael Jordan fan. Uh, I, not that I doubt his gameplay or think that he's one of the best ever, maybe if not the best, but I just, I was never an MJ fan when I was growing up and MJ was playing. I was a Pacers fan and he just kicked the crap out of the Pacers every single time they played. So like I did not like Michael Mm -hmm. Jordan. I compare this to if they created a 10-part documentary series on the Steelers dynasty. Like, I just, I would not watch it. I'm just not a fan. Uh, Not that I don't care about the story or anything. I'm just not, I'm not interested in it. So, I did not watch it, which might be a shock to some of you, but I did not watch this. I don't really have a whole lot of interest in it. Like I'm, I'm fine that it happened and I'm fine that people love it because I know some people do, but this, a friend and I were talking about it and he was like, if they did a Muhammad Ali, like I wouldn't watch it. And Muhammad Ali was the best in his sport. So I did not watch it, Kyle. I apologize uh, if that offends you, but I, I, I was not super interested in it just because I wasn't a huge Michael Jordan fan. Like I, Again, I I saw him massacre the Pacers every year, forever, growing up. And I was like, fuck, fuck this guy. All right, so we have two options at this point. We can totally ignore everything that just happened and just move on and be like, all right, whatever. You're, you're boring, Luke. <laughs> We're going to actually talk about this. <laughs> or we can get really mad and yell at you for it. I'm fine with either. 
Wait, 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 hold on. Yeah. First, other Luke, what's your stance? Oh, I'm not going to sit here and say I didn't like Michael Jordan. However, I missed like the part one and two. <laughs> so I caught a little bit of part three and I was like, I don't really want to watch this from the middle. And then I just never watched any of the rest. So like at some point I may go back and, and watch all of it, but I did not watch it as it was airing. Uh, here's the thing. I don't. I think you probably would have been okay to start, especially at that point to start like kind of just jump in because it is still like Michael, like most people know the general story of Michael Jordan. So you probably would have been fine. That said, I would definitely check it out because it is very, it's very well done. It is, it's, it's, you get a lot of perspective from, from like him personally that you wouldn't necessarily expect like the access that you get to specifically the 98 bulls team and like the amount of interviewing of Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan being, you know, his normal Michael Jordan himself, just like totally candid and totally will trash people if he needs to trash people and is kind of speaking his mind all the time. That, that part of it is, is really, really interesting. Like, you know, we were all basically kind of too young for most of his career, but kind of remember the tail end right. of it. And you kind of get it, it gives you a nice history lesson, but then also just seeing kind of that how how that team operated and how uh, you know how the locker rooms were and like how everything surrounding like all the the people surrounding the team, what their role is, and just like what their what their deal is. It's, it's a incredibly interesting. It As was, someone who was a man and like, like I said, you know, only really remembers the tail end. It was really, really, really cool. Right. Like mo- most of my actual like memories of Michael Jordan, not like just what I've learned of him from like, just, you know, being a person or whatever, a sports fan, <laughs> but like things I actually remember about his career are like space jam. That's like all I remember. From my <laughs> right. So it's like, right. I've seen highlights of games. Like I don't really remember watching him live. No. Yeah. So yeah, it was cool to see that. Like he yeah, had like all the different personalities, and like there was a lot of big personalities on this '98 Bulls team. Like not just on the team, but like in management, coaches. It was it was really cool just to like listen to everybody talk about it. It's yeah. I don't think before this we talked enough about the fact that you had Michael Jordan, who is like basically a sociopath. Oh yeah, right? he's, a, he's a certified crazy person. Like <laughs> if he worked in any other job besides professional athlete, that dude is an HR nightmare. He's getting fired <laughs> for sure. Like, it's, or he's uh, like the CEO of Amazon or something. Right. That's there that's is, the other option. There is no in between. <laughs> yeah, but you you ha- so you have him as like the driving force behind everything. But then you also have Phil Jackson, who is just this weird ass hippie guy. Right. Like, I didn't like, those think those pictures they showed of him, like from his playing days, like just all obviously drugged out on something <laughs> and like playing in those shorty shorts, just being awesome. He was wild. But even just like like his he's got like all these like new agey like coaching tactics and just like things that he seems to do with the team that you're like, I would never see a man like Michael Jordan putting up with this, but he right. did and it worked and Phil was the, like ends up being one of the best coaches ever. You've got Rodman on that fucking the team. best. That's why I want the another ten part documentary about. It. Give me one on Rodman. That would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> they do like so. There's like a full episode that's kind of like mostly about him 
and then they don't talk about him a whole lot until the very last episode right when yeah. The most, the, probably the craziest thing he's ever done happened, which is <laughs> it was the middle of the NBA finals and he went and was on uh, Nitro. Monday Night Nitro <laughs> the next day and like yeah, missed like, two practices in a skip, row before skip practice like, a during the finals final to go be on Nitro. <laughs> but it worked like because they had Phil Jackson as a coach who was chill and was just like, all right, we just got to let Rodman be Rodman. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, like everybody seemed to know that it was just like, Hey, this is kind of a guy who makes us tick. He's a little wild, but he's not like if he's not missing time or missing crucial right, time like, or or it's not affecting his play, then you let him do it and keep going. Right. One night you're teaming up with Jordan, the next night you're teaming up with Hogan. Like, <laughs> does it get any better than that? Two goats. It's right? hard to that's for sure. But yeah, just the the amount of of crazy characters and just weird circumstances that that surrounded that team. It is really look, if you haven't seen it, I recommend seeing it just for the sort of the NBA history about it too. Like if you're yeah. an NBA fan at all, I I think you'll get something out of it. There's right. not it and it and it certainly like is very pro Michael Jordan, but it's not like as a Pacers fan watching it, you're not going to be like, this sucks. I still hate this guy. Right. right. Was, there. It was a little heartbreaking watching the most recent episodes when like it shows the 98 Pacers that were losing to him. But they, they talk so mm. much, so many good things about that Pacers team. They're like, they were the toughest yeah. team with face basically. Like they were smart. They played hard. They were talented. It's just like, so I don't know. I mean, you don't want to have moral victories, but they say a lot of nice things about the Pacers and Reggie gets in there and talks some trash. And that's always fun to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Reggie Miller is is must see television. Yeah, that, I don't know if I would have been as into it if we like we weren't in this pandemic and there were other live sports on. But then I'm like, I don't know what it'd be. Probably just like Sunday night baseball. So I probably still would have watched it. I don't think I don't think it's just like I don't think we're all. Of yeah, this into I th- it and I think it's the, the fact that this is on it, like but. a regular network and coming out weekly and not dropping all at once. I feel like if there if it wasn't the only show in town, it would end up sort of like how, uh, like maybe Tiger King or like, don't fuck with cats. Those kind of documentaries were where people are like, Oh, this is crazy. This is crazy. Like you guys got to watch this. And then once it was done sort of fades away pretty quickly. Right. But the fact that there's five weeks of it and there's nothing else happening. Right. Seemed to make it a little, little bigger deal than that. It did give me a similar feeling of that I haven't felt since, like, you get it a lot with big sporting events, but also since, like, Game of Thrones. Like, I, the, not only was watching the show fun, but scrolling along on Twitter and seeing what everybody had to say simultaneously with the show was a lot of fun. Yeah. I love it. You don't when, like, get that with, on Twitter uh, with Tiger King or a, a Netflix or streaming show where. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it pops up where there is. Like, so, yeah, there's definitely still something magical about the, the weekly you know, appointment television aspect of it. And think about how awesome it was that they had back-to-back episodes on every night. I don't want to, you know, necessarily belabor this point, but like if they had done one episode at a time, one hour at a time, it almost wouldn't have been enough for me. It would have taken so long to get to the end of it where I would have ran out of steam. Uh, Oh, yeah. Right. 
All right. Well, what about? Are there any other athletes that you would like to see this done about? Yeah. No. <laughs> Luke I, and again, I, see, I'm not but, saying like, you would like to see. <laughs> yeah, I won't beat it to death. I just I wasn't a huge fan. So my first one is probably somebody who that like you guys probably would not watch this, but a Tiger Woods one. Clear. Like Tiger Woods has had a ridiculous life. Like amazing golfer drugs divorce like sleeping with other women like i think a 10-part documentary series on him would be super interesting and you guys probably wouldn't give a shit because it's a, a golfer yeah like if you do if you do the same sort of thing and you do it around like the masters uh last year yeah where it, and, and you didn't watch this documentary, so you may not have the clearest picture of what it's like, but it's following the last season right, that yeah, Michael yeah. Jordan was with the yep. Bulls, but continually going back and like each episode is kind of a flashback for like 40 minutes, basically, to, you know, earlier in his career and kind of telling a story revolving around that. And then you catch back up with where they are in uh, in the current season. So I think you could do that very effectively uh, centered around the the masters. Yep. I, I totally agree. The other one that there's no real payoff to this one. I, there's like no feel good ending at all, but a Chad Johnson slash Ochocinco. Like, I feel like everybody would watch that because the guy's so entertaining, but, but there's no payoff. Like, all right, you were funny and you were good and the Bengals were okay for a couple of years. <laughs> right. If, yeah. If the Bengals had won a Super Bowl, then but like yeah, you though. went to the Patriots, okay. <laughs> you went to the Dolphins, you got cut, then you went to the Patriots, and it didn't work out. Like, there's no real good ending, but yeah, you do have to. It does have to. There has to be some event that it's really centering around yeah. for this same sort of format to work. So yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, it's tough. There's not a lot of big characters like that that are as noteworthy or as uh you know as larger than life as it, well think about the uh i don't know if you guys watched the andre the giant documentary yeah, that uh hbo and bill simmons did a couple years back i mean it was only like an hour uh, like 90 minutes or something like that but it was that's a, a a similar kind of feel to it and i i another documentary that i really really enjoyed I don't know if you've seen any of it yet or not, but almost a direct ripoff of The Last Dance. WWE Network is currently doing The Last Ride, which is highlighting The Undertaker. Because, I mean, for so much of his career, like, he wouldn't make public appearances. He wouldn't even be at the Hall of Fame ceremonies. Like, he cared so much about the business. Like, he lived and breathed (laughs) that Undertaker character. So then for these past couple of years, he's actually had cameras following him around and to the point where he's so used to hiding from cameras like they'd be filming and he'd be like hey stop turn that camera off oh wait no you're supposed to be here like like it's actually really interesting to see kind of behind the scenes of him getting ready for wrestlemania and all that they just i watched part one they just released i take part these two. are on the on the network yet, but i really liked part one yeah, other like that's a really good point because I there yes. are some people who in the last couple of years before they knew they were doing this were like, why is the Undertaker posting workout videos? Why is the Undertaker doing public appearances? Because you're absolutely right. Forever, he just <laughs> he lived his character. That was one of the cool things about the Undertaker. Like 
you weren't going to see him joking around or hanging out backstage with the guys. Like, he was his character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, he got a Twitter account, and there Stop were literally it. grown men tweeting at him, like, right, you well, just ruined my entire life by getting social media. Let us know if there's media. anybody that you would like to see uh, do a docuseries on. Maybe, maybe one of us. Do you want to do a docuseries on us? Would that be... We could culminate in our hundredth episode, maybe, right? Get <laughs> no, on you, okay. I would like for Luke to write a ten-part blog series on me. For, uh, for better or for worse, I've been <laughs> yeah. filming everything that I do for the past three years uh, and haven't released any of it. So. <laughs> Just exactly. Waiting. Just waiting yeah, there's a lot of footage to, to roll through, but there's some good stuff in there. All right, that's it for our episode today. Stay tuned for some more fun episodes coming your way. But for this week, we've had Kyle, we've had other Luke, we've had Andy. I've been Luke. Thank you for listening.